Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pod on Your Loons. I'm Justin. Pod on Your Loons, this is James. Justin, it's just the Jays. Yeah, another episode of Just the Jays. Uh, we uh, we went on a road trip, James, and all we got was one lousy point. Yeah, this is this is the worst kind of t-shirt. Um, <laughs> I don't like these t-shirts. Uh, also, Sam is on his own road trip. That's why. That's why he's not here. That's why yeah. it's just us. Yeah, he got to watch his. I'm sure he's he's obviously hanging out with family in Madison, but he uh, he got to watch his his college football squad get get wrecked by Michigan. But it looked like it was a beautiful game or a beautiful day, I guess, for a game. Yeah, there were a lot of people there. It looked uh, it looked very nice, but uh, yeah, they didn't win. How did uh, how did Minnesota go? Uh, the Gophers won. Uh, all my other sports teams are just a dumpster fire. So actually, I, I shouldn't say that. The hockey team and the basketball team haven't started their seasons yet. So zero and zero is okay, right? Like you're not quite <laughs> terrible yet. So uh, yeah, the baseball season just ended. The the Twins are not in the playoffs. Yeah, so not a not a great weekend for my fandom. I guess for I guess apart from seeing the Gophers beat Purdue, which whatever. So <laughs> yeah, I mean my uh, my scattered sports teams uh, around the country had uh, had a bit of a mix. The Colts won, which was good. Um, but the uh, Oregon Ducks did not win. <laughs> they got upset, which was uh, very sad. Yeah, so actually, I- like terribly as well. Oh, um, who who they play? So they beat. Uh, they lost to Stanford in overtime, where Stanford drove down the field in the final like two minutes, and then had a PI call with zero seconds left. So they had a free play, free untimed play, which they scored a touchdown to take it to overtime, uh, and then scored a touchdown. Yeah, that's brutal, we man. Did not, so. That was rough. Hey, it wasn't it wasn't bowling green on your homecoming when you're a thirty point favorite though. So that's they, true. They've got that beat. Uh, I, I do have one silver lining victory. My my fantasy team. Uh, I, I I complained I guess a couple weeks ago that I had the second most points in my league and lost uh, one week like week one. Uh, this week uh, there were only two teams that I could have beat, and fortunately I was playing one of them. So. <laughs> I managed to play the team with the worst, basically the team that had the worst week. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for starting DJ Shark uh, on the IR. So maybe I've already no, no, he, some. No, he, he got an ankle injury. He got carted off there. Oh, so he, he actually he broke played? his ankle. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. He, he like played and broke his ankle like hell oh. early. So that was, yeah, he was out. Not shout out then. <laughs> Sorry, no, that was, that was bad. Yeah, I I also managed to have a terrible fantasy week where I went zero and three. So, oh, that's rough. Yeah, that was that was horrifying. I also happened to play the per- the person who scored the most points in the league that week. This week, that's so, always the worst, man. Yeah, that sucked. All right, should we get into it, huh? Yeah, let's get into some news. Well, there's a lot of news, actually. Lots. Lots of news. So, transactions, none. Uh, the, the uh, team's yeah, kinda, there's not a lot of news there. The team kind of <laughs> is what it is. Uh, training room, we have some updates. Uh, so, uh, Justin McMaster with a thigh, Jan Gregus with undisclosed, whatever that means, uh, and Hassani Dodson also undisclosed. They, they didn't play in either of the games that we're going to cover today. Um, but... 
The good news is it sounds like Dotson and Gregoosh were involved in training today. Uh, it's, it's Tuesday, uh, August 5th, uh, October, October 5th, excuse me. And they were involved in training today. August. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Every The fall kind of blends together. Uh, uh, they were involved in training today. So hopefully they will both be back in the lineup on Sunday because, uh, James, we are going to need some help. It's going to be a light squad for a number of reasons that we will get to as we go through. Uh, another note was that uh, Emmanuel Reynoso and Ozzy Alonso, they both got the game off for DC United, uh, which <laughs> is probably part of the big reason why uh, it ended up going the way it did. Uh, but we're starting to get kind of healthy, I guess. Justin McMaster is the only one that it sounds like is not training right now. Yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go into a little bit later about uh, Ray and Aussie, but in other news, uh, MLS as a whole, MLS Commissioner Don Garber was was hanging out in Minnesota to uh, to announce that the 2022 MLS All Star Game will be at Allianz Field August 10. Um, if you read the announcement article, there are a couple of cool things that come out of that. Firstly. Uh, the MLS has always said if you build a soccer-specific stadium, uh, you will basically get rights to hold big games and big events. You are looked upon more favorably, basically. So you uh, you construct your 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 soccer-specific stadium and you get big events, and we did that, so we're getting a big event. Because uh, yeah, All-Star Games is going to be sweet. Adrian Heath is going to coach the MLS All-Star team. So I'm interested to see what people say about that. What if he doesn't use any subs, James? What if he like, oh. just doesn't sub people? <laughs> <laughs> just leaving like someone from Seattle on the bench or something because he's like, ah, no, let's not do that. Uh, also, interesting to read, though, along with the All-Star game, it does sound like Allianz Field might also host the U.S. men's national team in 2022. So there are three World Cup qualifiers that are currently without a location, which is El Salvador in January, Honduras in February, and Panama in March. So it's looking very likely that we're going to get at least one of those games. Well, probably just one, but yeah, and I assume one. I assume that March can be the only one, James, that's even viable. Uh, yeah, as yeah, someone that lives say, in <laughs> as someone yeah. that lives in Minnesota, <laughs> uh, I will not. I will not be. I don't think anyone will want to attend a game on 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 January twenty seventh or February second. I think both those days are just historically super cold. It it might even be a we might even be in a snowstorm. Uh, even yeah. March each even March twenty seventh some years is not a great time. So uh, maybe it's wishful wishful thinking, but you know, like I mean, I think Don Garber brought it up like th- nineteen thousand fans every game. The experience is nuts. I've talked to so many people, James, that that aren't soccer fans that go to games at Allianz Field, and they are in love because it's just a yeah. great it's a great experience, and and they're gonna have they're gonna have some games there. And he said uh, the tradition of singing the Oasis song Wonderwall is an example for all MLS clubs. It's super fun as someone that's got a chance to do it many times now. As as uh, like I've only seen one draw, and every other game I've seen is a win. So, and singing Wonderwall every time has been a it's been a pleasure. Although I do like if you actually uh, click into the announcement, there is a uh, there is a uh, small typo somewhere, uh, which says that they're basically super excited 
that there's uh, 196,000 fans that uh, are available <laughs> to go into the stadium. That's a lot of fans. A lot of fans. Yeah, they uh, clearly did not mean that many. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'll also, I think, be interesting to see who they play. Because traditionally, they've played a European team. Yeah, or, so can you or, imagine if. Yeah, or last year was the Liga MX team, right? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Year. Yeah, this year. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, can you imagine if they get Leeds or Chelsea or something? I mean, I would. If it was Leeds, I would go nuts, James. That would be nuts. You'd get. Surely you'd get the half scarf. Oh, right? 100 beer leads. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You guys are all up on that. So, yeah, that's uh, MLS news. I tell you what, it's the big CF. Oh, man. Comes back when it comes to the NWSL, though. The National Women's Soccer League. Yeah, what a, what a been, rough, rough week for them, huh? It has been a very rough week. For those not in the know, uh, there have been a few things that have happened. The Washington Spirit. Uh, their coach, Ricky Burke, was fired after their uh, NWSL investigated allegations of harassment and toxic work culture uh, from August. And then the big one, uh, which was also all over Twitter with people releasing... I saw US Women's National Team players like releasing emails in tweets and... Oh, yeah. North Carolina Courage coach Paul Riley was fired after the release of an athletic article detailing accusations of sexual coercion spanning multiple teams and leagues since 2010, which is... Yeah, so just a decade of being a predator, right? Like, this guy is just not a good person. No, and multiple times emails were raised over the years. Um, And in response, the NWSL commissioner Lisa Baird resigned... Uh, and all games were cancelled last weekend. It was just, yeah, it is. Uh, it's crazy to read. There are so they're out there on Twitter, um, but it's crazy to read those. Uh, those those emails are just absolutely wild. Talking way back in 2015, you know, people making investigations and they just they didn't find anything, or they just moved him on to a different club instead. And it's one of those things too. I think I think we all assume uh, that you know we, we consider there, that we live in a pretty progressive world, right? Like that, so much has changed. Like so many things have come to light. Uh, but then we continue to have moments like this where we see these big things. Where I mean, this guy has been doing this in an era where it's like women's voices are heard, right? The Me Too movement has been alive and well, and this man has continued to be employed because he's apparently like because he's good at coaching right like hope hopefully we can yeah. we can move forward from this kind of stuff and 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 no longer like find ways to to stop these things from happening or just not have them happen at all right yeah it's yeah it's just wild um so yeah i'm pretty sure he's not gonna get a job anywhere else um but uh yeah, I think uh, they need to they need to clean that out. They need to uh, do a bit of soul searching and kind of work out what the best uh, the best way forward is for the NWSL because it is uh, yeah they had a they had a rough week. So yes, however, we swing back around out of the big sea <laughs> into some good news. You want to talk about uh, the upcoming US men's national team? 
Yeah, so uh, there's some games this week, right? We've been we've been talking about it a little bit, kind of leading up to the next round of World Cup qualifiers. So there's a game on on actually Thursday, Thursday against Jamaica, um, Thursday October seventh against Jamaica, and then Sunday, uh, October tenth at Panama. I think the Jamaica games in Austin, if I remember correctly, uh, should be a uh, it should a, be a good game. Uh, it's a Q2 stadium in uh, North Austin, yeah. Yeah. So, excited for the two games to come up. Uh, we'll see what happens. And then next week, next week, October 13th, they'll be playing Costa Rica somewhere. Somewhere in the United States. I guess I should know that, but... Uh, Lower.com field, Columbus. Columbus. And soon, hopefully, we'll be saying at Allianz, right? Yeah, that's, that's the plan. <laughs> so, the roster came out. Um, and we did some speculating on whether or not we would see uh, Christian Pulisic. Uh, we will not be seeing Christian Pulisic. Him and him and Gio Reyna were both uh, left off the squad due to injury. And uh, Weston McKinney, our boy that uh, had some issues in in Honduras, uh, he's back on the squad. So uh, Burhalter was obviously, you know, he, when he said like this doesn't mean he's off the team forever. Uh, G- Weston McKinney must have done something to get himself back in the good graces. Hopefully he is not uh, he's not bringing women into his hotel room this time. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I think the man's probably on his uh, last chance. And I also saw that uh, Panama is on the UK's red list. So yeah, any, I, I, uh, I haven't seen any updates on that. I guess we'll we'll find out we'll find out when the game happens. Right, uh, there's still a number of of EFL based players on the team. Uh, so I guess we'll see if they play or not. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. So, yeah. So a part of this international break as well is that uh, our team is going to be missing quite a few players uh, in a very important match. Uh, we're playing number three Colorado on Sunday. I'm going to the game, James. I'm excited. Uh, I I bought the tickets before I I heard I saw this this press release or whatever, but I guess I should have assumed. Uh, but we're going to be without Robin Ludd, Yukurataya. Roman Metnair and Michael Boxall, uh, who are all going to be off on international duty for their respective squads. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping the fact that it's my birthday on Sunday will uh, will bring some luck and help get us across the line. I hope. I so know what too, I'm wishing James. for when I blow out the candles. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, the 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 minor silver lining here is that Colorado will also be without Kellen Acosta who was called up for the U S yeah. And he's really good. So he's, he's come on kind of become a really good box to box midfielder. Um, he would have definitely caused us trouble. So I'm, I'm thankful that he will be, he will be hanging out in, uh, in Panama. Yeah. Thank you uh, for being good enough to not have to play against us. Basically. That's what it is. And then do we have, Um, do we have any forward Madison news? Yeah, so Ford Madison, their last game, they lost 1-0 to New England 2. And I believe they're playing uh, the Richmond Kickers tomorrow. Um, There's only a few games left in that league. Uh, There's only six. uh, And currently they are 10th position out of 12. So playoffs are probably not in their their future. Yeah, probably not. Uh, And I... Don't know where Sam gets his um, uh, <laughs> Minneapolis City uh, news from, but I'm not sure there is any at this stage. 
We're right on. Should we talk about uh, our 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 first game, James? Sure. Oh Let's, man, uh, I watched half of this game. Um, because I was surprised myself by actually being up at this point. Uh, so we played number six in the East, DC United. Um, I do honestly believe they are now fifth in the <laughs> fifth in the East. <laughs> they were sixth. Uh, last time we played them, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, it was super fun. I went there to watch Rain- Wayne Rooney play James because it was in it was in uh, it was April twenty eighth, two thousand nineteen. So this is like four times. Yeah, I think this is I think this is the second game I went to. Uh and I yeah, I went there to see Wayne Rooney. I took a picture of him taking a corner kick. It was super great. Uh we won one to nothing. And uh it was we, we didn't even exist at that point. Yeah, it's true. Podcast. No podcast. I don't even know you. <laughs> uh Angelo Rodriguez scored in the 82nd minute, a nice goal. It was the and it was the first win at Allianz Field, so I that's a great memory for me. I got to be a part of the first Wonderwall singing at Allianz Field. Uh and then there was also this really fun moment after the game where uh Angelo's son came out. He was wearing like a full kit, his dad's full kit, and he was he was kicking the ball into the net and we were like we were going crazy for him. It was super nuts and it was it was a ton of fun. So that was a really good experience. Uh, not quite like the one that we watched <laughs> last no. night. So we had a we had a strange lineup choice. We had a five two three, um, and honestly, I think after that game, I don't. I'm not sure we're ever going back to a five two three. It was brutal we had, games. We had Miller in goal. Then we had uh, Chase Gasper, Bukayo Basi, Brent Coleman, uh, Michael Boxall, and Roman Metnair in defense. Midfield was Hayes and Trap. And our attackers were Franco Fragapane, Lod leading the line, and Finlay. And we had five subs, Justin. We had five. Yeah, Adrian. 60th. People didn't think Adrian could do it, right? <laughs> no. And then he, well, he pulled like four at once, uh, which probably helped. We had uh, Adrian Onu on for Fragapane, Hansen on for Finlay in the 60th. 61st was Rosales for Hayes and Adi for Lod. And then the 81st was Agadello for Brent Coleman. Uh, yeah, obviously, we lost 3-1. Uh, if you didn't already know. Possession, we had 46% of the possession. Shots, we had six shots of two on target. And they had 13 shots with three on target. That looks like us. That's that's like our kind of scoreline. Yeah. Um also, to score with all of your goals, uh, like all of your shots on target go in, is, uh, yeah. Do they count the penalties, by the way, as shots on target? You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's one I have to research. Uh, the good old XG had DC United at exactly three, uh, so that was correct, and then had us at point two. So I think we did a lot better than our uh, expected goals. I mean, it was a fun goal, right? The one that we did get? Yeah, that was a beautiful header. There are some questionable things in here, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like the way the game was played, DC United was the much better team. Uh, uh, the 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 um, five defensive people, like the three center back things, was awkward. Uh, I don't want to see Boxall playing the ball up. Like I love Michael Boxall; I think he's a great defender. But there was like too many times where he is he's like bringing the ball up the field, and it's just like it just doesn't look natural. 
got us in a got us in a lot of weird situations. Um, Man's in unknown territory. Just right. He's what am I doing here? Um, but yeah, but I mean, obviously, things didn't work out for us as well, right? Like uh, DC had they were awarded a very questionable penalty. I know that uh, the radio broadcast. I think that's where Sam Sam had he was on your sketchy your sketchy stream. Oh, sorry. Should yeah. I not say that, James, on the <laughs> on the podcast? <laughs> it's fun. So he he listened. So he was like off time. Like he was he was listening to the radio, which was ahead of his video. Uh, and it sounded like the 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 broad like the radio broadcast was like, man, we got we got hosed. This was bad. Uh, looking at it, I mean, I mean, it's it's. I could understand why that like why just in the moment you would call that a penalty, but after. Look, like looking into it, man. It just looks like he he plays like he hit he gets the ball and the guy flops. Uh, so, but they didn't overturn it, right? Obviously, it happened, and and Ola Kamara converts it. And also, like this dude hesitates like crazy. He did it on oh, both of the both of those penalty attempts, and I just like I don't know. Is that as someone that doesn't watch, you know, like I'm I'm newer, I guess, than most to soccer. Like it just feels like you shouldn't be able to do that. You shouldn't be able to run up and completely stop yourself, right? And then kick. So you can't like if you there's 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 different things. So you can do like a stutter step, um, but you can't. You're not supposed to completely stop, or at the point where you stop is like the next thing has to be that you kick the ball. You can't like exactly stop halfway through your run up. Is what it's supposed to be. Um, and to be honest, when I watch people do penalties, I'm like, why are you stutter setting? Just, just boot the ball. <laughs> like, just, yeah, you have, like, the, you have the advantage, man. You got the advantage. You're going to like, you're going to mess it up because you're, you're throwing yourself off. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you see it in the 52nd minute when there's another questionable penalty that he, it looks the stupidest penalty ever because he just like tamely, taps this ball into Tyler Miller's arms who just saves it. Like, okay, I didn't, I didn't really have to do much. Thanks. No worries. Like, yeah, it, it's really unfortunate. I, they, they, they were talking about during the broadcast that DC United has had had the mo- most penalties this year. Right. So in this game, they going into this game, they had the most, and then they get their ninth and 10th with on us. And it's just like, it's so brutal, but it is what it is. I mean, it, we weren't going to win this game. I don't. It didn't feel like a game that we were going to win. Uh, but to have just two, like, come on, penalties. But I guess only one of them went in, right? They still, they still had to score other goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, we uh, we equalized um, in the fortieth minute with a Bukayo Dabasi. Oh, it was a beautiful header off a of Franco uh, Flagapane set piece. Super nice. Just ah. Uh, just came up, hit the like headed the ball right to back corner of the net. Nothing goalie could do. Awesome. It's one all. We're thinking we can go into halftime and kind of reset and it'll be all right. And then Julian Gressel scores in the 45th minute. <laughs> Which is just a dagger. You know, got coaches always say the worst time to get scored on is just before halftime. Yeah, I mean, um, you're like you're 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 looking at each other. You're like, man, you know, they've been controlling this game. The possession was completely different. I think it was it was even more towards DC United at that point of the game. 
And yeah. like you, I felt it too. I was like one, one, one going into half is that's, that's a great, that's great for us. Like that's what we yeah. want here. Right. Uh, but then for to have Julian get that goal and it was his first of the year. So I guess yeah. good for him, but oh, rough. So we're going to halftime. We're two, one down. Uh, and um, yeah, then there's, as we discussed, another questionable penalty in the 52nd minute. Thankfully, Tyler Miller saves it. But then uh, Junior Moreno, 85th minute. Ball takes a un- kind of really unlucky deflection. And uh, yeah, it uh, rolls in the back and it's 3-1. Yeah, Kendra, Kendra St. Martin talked about it during the uh, St. Aubin. I, I always forget her name, James. If Sam was here, he'd tell me. Uh <laughs> She was she was talking about this. So Rosales is the one that the deflection came off, and she was like, "What is he doing? What is he doing in the box? Yeah. Like he he was at a position. The guy his guy was the one that shot the ball and and hits him, and it goes in and like ty- there's nothing Tyler Miller can do. No, and I mean Rosales just kind of turns his back away from the ball, and then it hits him on the on like the heel, and then he goes in, and. Uh, yeah, do you know that's Moreno's first ever MLS goal? Yeah, we we this was this was a nice game for DC United. I bet I bet the DC United podcast is talking about like just like man, this is we're we're firing on all cylinders. Everybody's getting involved. Like Moreno waited almost a hundred games, finally put one in the net. Like yeah, having great guns. <laughs> So yeah, we we need we need Reynoso. Yeah, I think I think this was the game where it, it kind of shows how important he is to our team uh, and and Ozzy too. I, I guess we got to give Ozzy the credit he deserves. I saw some stat out there that that like we are just significant. We're statistically better when Ozzy's on the field. We're statistically better when Reynoso's on the field. Um, so to not have either of those guys out there is tough. Um, and you know, obviously, it ended up being a not not very good result for us. No, and then and then we uh, we went to Dallas in the in the second part of our two part road trip, and we got a nil all draw, which might have been actually quite lucky, to be honest. Agreed. Yes. Uh, last time we had a one all draw with them at Dallas on the 20th of June and we had a one nil win uh, on the 16th of May. So lineup, we went back to a four, two, three, one Miller in goal, Gaspar, Debassi, Boxy, Metinair in the back, Trapp and Aussie in the midfield, Fragapane, Reynoso and Finlay in attack and Lod leading the line as striker. Are we, what's happening with Adrian Hanu? Adrian Nanu. James, what do we come think, on, man? I, I got that. We got that lined up later. You're, you're like Sam, the other episode where he was like, he kept, he kept jumping to the end of our notes in the middle of the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no Hanu, man. But this is, this is the optimal lineup, right? This is at least lately. Yeah. This is the one that we, we had five goals in two games with. Um, this is the, this is the group that, that, that Adrian Heath wants out on the pitch. Uh, and yeah, they just, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, I guess, more about the game, but I guess we can talk about it right now, but they just, they kind of were sluggish to start, um, started to come up, but come on at the end. 
but man, it is it is very telling that that Adrian Hanu was not a part of this game. You know, like a one a zero zero draw, and you don't have your DP striker involved at all. Yeah, and I mean, we had two subs. Seventy second minute, we put Adi on for Finlay, and seventy sixth minute, we put Hansen on Fragapane. But uh, yeah, it's it is telling that you you just have him sit on the bench and, and not do anything. Quick quick look over the stats. Possession, we had 52% possession, so we won that. Shots on target, Dallas had 4 out of 12. We had 6 out of 17. Uh, expected goals, they had 1. We had 1.5. Lod had 0.5. Ray had 0.5. Franco had 0.3. Um, and yeah, we... Uh, I must say, their goalie in the second half was... Why do people, why do goalkeepers have these insane games only against us? I don't get it, James. I don't get it at all. It makes me angry. We, Felipe, <laughs> I don't even know who Felipe is. And Felipe oh, is yeah. out here like, yeah, I put the those these two clips that I found on, on Twitter or whatever, I know, from watching the game. Just unreal. Just like situations where it's like, okay, like we're gonna we're gonna score. I think I think one of them is is like a a, a surefire goal, right? He deflects it. Someone else. I, I'm. I'm like. I'm like. Oh, feeling, you, yeah, yeah. The, James, you're watching it. It's so the talk Lod. us through it. <laughs> yeah, it's the Lod. Uh, yeah, I'm watching it on Twitter because you brought up. It's the it's the Lod uh, Franco one where Lod kind of turns 180 and then just smashes it at the net and somehow Felipe saves it and then Franco has like another attempt, which was a, a little bit more difficult, but still an excellent save. Um, yeah, just, just the man, the man played insane. But uh, yeah, there were two, two, three. There are three very big talking points. We we briefly touched on one, which is where is Anu, which we'll go back to. But uh, FC Dallas scored. Technically, they scored, James. Like we can we can give that to them. I mean, that was a goal. Uh, what is, what's he supposed to do? Yeah, so, and this is the the kind of thing about the rule change is that, unfortunately, that nothing. There is not anything you can do. That's the whole point now. It doesn't matter whether it's accidental or not. If you, if you touch the hand, if it touches the hand or the arm and then you score, it's, it's not a goal. But, like, his arm was into his body, right? Like, it wasn't out. Yeah, it doesn't. It no longer matters. And that's what they changed it in the offseason. They changed it to you can't directly score off the ball touching your arm or your your hand, no matter where it is, accidental or not. Because this came up, I think, in the Premier League, or it might have even been an earlier MLS game, where it accidentally hits someone's hand and they pass it to another player who then scores, and that was fine. Because even though it hit them in the arm when it was next to the body, they didn't directly score. But they were involved. Yeah, it's... That's weird. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's a strange rule. It's basically you can't score directly off that. Like, you can pass it to someone if it's accidental now. But it's the striker, the person who puts it in. It's... Yeah, it's, it's a strange rule. Um, but that's what they changed it to be. So accidental or not, you can't have any hands and then directly score is the crux of what it says. 
But that wasn't the end of the uh, controversy. Oh, just brutal, James. 89th minute, man. Yep. Reynoso gets sent off for a red card. Um, looking back of it, I don't believe it is a red card. He he touches the ball. He he puts it away to his left. And then as he steps, the guy slides underneath him and he just steps on his foot. Like, what, where else is he right. supposed to put his foot? Right. Bo- both of these things we're talking about is like, what is he supposed to do? You know, like both yeah. of these are examples of like, of just probably the, I guess the flaw in, in the rules of soccer, because the guy, I mean, they reviewed it, right? Like this wasn't like, you know, he pulled the red and then didn't want to look at it. Right. This was, yeah. this was not a red, like we kept playing. We had a, we were getting ready to, to have a corner kick. Reynoso was ready to hit a, get a corner kick for us. And then he goes to look and pulls the red card out. Just brutal. Yeah, and I mean, generally, the the ruling on the field, and I think it's the same in NFL, is the ruling in the field is if you want to change that, you have to provide significant and clear evidence to overturn that decision. But when there's so they, when there's no rule on the field, though, right? Like this is this was all from review. Like this was not pull a red. Like I saw it happen quick. Red card. This was. This was, it happens, the guy lays on the ground forever because he's trying to get the red card, right? Or trying to get it looked at. Because, I mean, he yeah. did get his ankle stepped on. Like, that's, it's, that's, it's not that <laughs> yeah, he did. And he's going to hurt. It's, yeah. That's not going to feel good. But, like, they get playing. And then they reviewed it, and then the red card comes out. Yeah, I mean... I don't think it was a red card, to be honest. Tyler Miller post game said the guys were talking about it. And from our standpoint, we think Ray took a touch and just happened to step on the guy. Maybe it's a yellow card. I think it probably was a yellow card because I think in the end you stepped on a guy's ankle. So, oh, for sure. It's fair. Um, The team did file an appeal. The verdict is unknown to us at the moment, but the club has already been told it won't be considered frivolous. Meaning, if they lose the appeal, it won't garner a second game added onto the suspension. Because um, that's also a thing in Australian football. If you go to appeal something and you lose, you can actually get more. Really? Time. Like, you wasted our time, so here's more games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. it's usually uh, It usually turns a one-game ban into a two-game ban. If uh, they go to appeal and actually it's like, well, no. <laughs> Yeah, so we're also going to be missing Ray for Colorado, along with the other long list of people. Man, that's, I, I hope, I, I mean, I'd love to see Ray, right? Like, I'm going to be there. I want to see him play. We need him to play. Yeah. So I guess fingers crossed that that this the uh, suspension will get taken away. Uh, but if not, I guess we'll see. Yeah, and I guess the final question out of this game is, where's the new? 31 minutes on Wednesday, zero minutes on Sunday where we had a nil or draw. Right, like you're trying to win this game. And we only used we only used two subs. And 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 I guess like the even more telling thing is we brought in a striker. We brought in Yeah. We brought in Adi. Right? Like we we in in Adi, uh, uh, no no disrespect to Adi, but Adi doesn't have it. So 
I know he's a big body. Maybe that's something that Adrian likes. Like we saw that with with the big celery last year. He likes his big strikers to hold the ball up. But I was not impressed with Adi. And yeah, I, yeah. How do you not? How do you not put your DP striker in when you need points? It's yeah. It's it's wild. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um. Yeah, maybe there's something going on behind the scenes. Is he fit? Is he not fit? I mean, he's not getting playing time, so he's not going to be match fit. Um, is he not committing at training? Like, what's what's happening? Did they miss? I mean, do they already think they missed? Right? Like, because they've already kind of they've already kind of been like, oh well, you know, he's more of a set second striker. It's like, but we don't. That's not what we, we do. Don't have a- we don't have a first strike. Like why, we only have one. Why do that's why the, you're gonna a DP for a, a second striker? Yeah, that implies that we'd need to play, you know, some wildly different version of what we play now. And they like a four two two two. Right. Like two wide and then two at the front. And they were I mean, they were courting this guy forever. Like this just like Reynoso, right? This is not like this was not out of out of the blue. This was something we knew, like they were interested in this guy, right? They did their homework. Uh, and, and and who knows, right? We've, we've talked about it. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the slow start from Lode, we've talked about that before. It hasn't, you know, and Hanu's had had moments. Uh, it, yeah, I guess. Maybe, maybe it's just, like, honestly, maybe it's because he had almost no playing time at Ren that... Maybe we've asked him to do too much. I'm like with with 27 games into a season. Um, and granted, he hasn't been here for all of them, but or maybe even half of them. I don't know how long he's been here anymore. But like his lack of match fitness has got to be playing some part of it because the man has barely played football in a year. You know, so. I don't know whether he's just unfit or he's just he's just lacking or I guess we'll never know. Well, I hope we do know. <laughs> well, I get I mean we do know that that we need players on Sunday. Yeah. So hopefully he is one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean cuz it, it, it if he doesn't start I mean, if you look at our attacking mid of Fragapane, Renoso, Finlay, and Lod, we're already missing Renoso and Lod. I mean, so, I mean, if if Reynoso can play right, like it's, I guess Hanu for Hanu for Lud, like change that out, right? Because Finlay and Fragapane, they're not gone, so we ha- still have them, right? But oh man, so and then who and then who else can we put in there? Oh, Sonny Dodson, right? I. I mean, yeah, it will get there. We got a question coming up. Where we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but you know, we do have players. I guess it's just who can create, right? That's that kind of what is come. Like, that's what it comes down to. Uh, so, yeah. looking at the table after this, uh, we are we are still in playoff contention, but uh, things are uh, getting a little dicey, James. Uh, because sure are. because we are currently in seventh place, so we have dropped to the final playoff position uh, with thirty eight points. Uh, RSL, who we've we've talked about over and over again, kind of like the like poo pooed them or whatever. They've they've actually vaulted up to fifth, so they are 
they're one point behind us, or one, we're one point behind them in fifth place as along with LA Galaxy. So we're we're a point behind both those teams. I guess you know we have a game in hand though, so that helps. Uh, hopefully we yep. we win that game in hand, <laughs> so yeah, so we can I move ahead of them. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, but now we're only one point ahead of number eight Vancouver, and they have played the same amount of games as us. Who's that? Who Sam very poo pooed uh, at the start of the season? I mean, they they were bad, but they're kind of figuring it out, I guess. Uh, we and I mean, if if both we and Vancouver win, by the way, uh, LA Galaxy will be out of playoff contention, out of playoff spot. Well, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, last week we were sixth place with 37 points. We were one behind number five and three behind number four, Portland, with a game in hand and one ahead of RSL. So we've, yeah. Uh, Portland we've is no five points. Portland is no longer <laughs> is no longer only three games ahead of us. Our three points ahead of us. Excuse me. They are they're crushing it, James. They are eight points ahead of us. Yeah, now. they have won four in a row. And they are unbeaten their last eight games. So I hope, they they, are, I hope Nate's enjoying himself. Uh, they are two points behind Colorado, but Colorado have the game in hand. Yeah, I think uh, I think the top the top four the top four is uh, almost set. You know, there's there's only seven games to go, and Portland are. Seven points ahead of Real Salt Lake, so who knows? Um, there might be a minor collapse or something miraculous, but it's looking like it's going to be Sounders, Sporting Kansas City, Colorado, and Portland to be the top four. Because I mean, I don't know if you saw, but New England already wrapped up uh, their playoff spot. Yeah, because they're on sixty-five points, which is nuts. twenty wins. <laughs> yeah, it's. Insanity. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we got some we got some work to do because drawing to Dallas is not going to help that. To be honest, it's not ideal, James. Even if it's on doesn't the road, Dallas f- doesn't fill me with confidence. I'll be honest. So I, I have a question for you, James. Okay. So Colorado, they they might like that. This might be rough. Like I know it's a home game. Like obviously that plays a big factor in it. No Lud, no Betonair, no Boxall, and uh, potentially no Reynoso. What do you think needs to happen for us to pick up three points against number three Colorado on Sunday? I think uh, we have to play Aussie. I think we probably need to play Hassani Dodson, and I think. Uh, big man needs to have some faith in um, Adrian Renu. Put him up front. I think I think a, a real problem is going to be our defense, actually, because doesn't doesn't uh, Yuka also play on the right? Yeah, but they'll probably use DJ Taylor at right back. Yeah, and he's good. Like I don't. I think DJ Taylor's. I mean, he's not. He's not Roman Metinier. Right? It's going to obviously change the way things are played for us. Uh, I think Hassani Hassani's played right back before. I don't know if they're going to want to throw him in there. You know, as his first game back. Because I guess our defense is probably going to be Gaspar Debussy, Coleman, 
DJ Taylor. Yeah, that's what I think it's going to be too. And to be honest, if I was uh, if I was Colorado, I'd target that side. But then you're going to have you're probably going to have Ozzy. Uh, you might I don't know maybe Gregus is a, a sub and maybe it's it's Ozzy and and Trap. Maybe maybe Hassani and Gregus are on the bench, not playing to try well, to kind of. Have you seen? Have you seen Gregus's? Uh... Absolute stunner, by the way. No, I didn't. His his bicycle kick. I have not seen the bicycle kick. Let me. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, oops. Oh, okay. Apparently, it doesn't want to. There is a link in there. There is a link in there. Don't worry. There you go. Yeah, that is. Uh, there is no way that man is not fit. By the way, because. So for those that don't know, the, uh, he, in training today, scores an absolute banger of a bicycle kick. Uh, the crowd are celebrating, and he rips his shirt off <laughs> for uh, open training. So uh, he uh, slots it past DSC, rips the shirt off, and then does uh, then does the Ronaldo, by the way, like the jump and the, the X thing. Oh, that's good. I'm watching it right now. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. That man... Nice that Ronaldo, man has got to start, it. by the way. Like, <laughs> the guy is fit. Get that man on the field. <laughs> we we need that help. That's true. And he he is someone that can make some plays. He can help create offense for our team. So without without Reynoso, we need all that we can get. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh you know, if he and Hassani, well, he definitely looks fit, but I don't know what Hassani Dodson's doing. But um, yeah, if we don't have Hassani Dodson, I mean, Nico Hansen? Yeah, uh, Nico Hansen looked great in the last game. Like, like the last game against Dallas, when he came in, he looked nice. There was some great runs that he was making. Uh, he looks he looks in great shape. I also think Franco Franco could have a big game too. I think that that could be something that we aren't talking about. That's a possibility, right? That Franco, who has been a has been an assist and goal machine uh, in his time with our team. So, like, hopefully he can play make for us, right? Like he can play make on the wing, find those great through balls, set somebody up. Hopefully Adrian Hanu, right? Here's a here's a quick quiz question. Do you know how many assists Franco has this year? He has seven now. Yeah, and do you know how many uh, Emmanuel Reynoso has? Oh, less less than seven. Less than seven. He, Reynoso has three. Really? Yeah. Well, because they beat the crap out of him every time he gets the ball. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, the teams Franco? teams no, they just they just mug Reynoso and like have somebody else beat us. Well. Franco, the fun Franco's fun stat is that he has 0.69 nice assists per ninety minutes. Yeah, so I, which is actually a crazy. Stat. That's awesome, and I, I think he's a great player for us. So I'd like to see him find a way to help create. Yeah, he uh, he almost averages either a goal or an assist every ninety minutes. That's just, that's the kind uh, of stuff that this team needs, James. Yeah. It's uh, it should be good. I think he, uh, I think he will be a key part to play in uh, against uh, Colorado as well. Anything else that you want to see happen? 
Uh, I just I just want to see I want to see our our depth show up, make plays. I'd like to see the injured guys come back and have success. Uh, you know, think about how it was when Reynoso came back and Ludd came back, right? Like lit a fire when they were match fit and they helped propel us to a huge win against LA LA Galaxy, right? That three zero victory. Um, hopefully, you know we we can be a little bit down, I guess, missing some players, but but. You know, it'd be great to see some guys come back from from health issues to have success. So, like to see that. Like to see Fragapane do something. And I mean, uh, they'll uh, they'll also be without uh, Lucas Estevez, who also got red carded in the last game. But he's a, he's a bench player, so he literally came off the bench and then got a red card. <laughs> yeah, I saw he was like number uh, sixty six. So I know we have like Chase Gasper has a dumb number, right, seventy seven. But I assume anytime we're playing somebody else, if someone has a dumb number, they're not they're not important. Yeah, so uh I mean they just lost to Seattle uh three nil, by the way. Yeah, so so I guess coming up, right? So we're we're we have one game this week. This one game on October tenth against number three Colorado, three PM Central Time. Uh yeah, Colorado had a twelve game unbeaten streak going into that that loss to Seattle. So uh, I guess happy to see them get cooled off a little bit uh, before they come yep. into they come into Allianz Field. I am hoping that my unbeaten streak does not end. Uh, I'm hoping to. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, that would be nice. Um, yeah, and I mean, we only have six games after Colorado. We got to start. We got to start stacking up points, James. Yeah, and to be honest. Three of those games against are against people who are directly around us right now as well. Yeah, a lot of a lot of chances to lose ground or, or make it up. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're against Colorado U.S. Men's National Team, like we mentioned earlier, seventh of October, Jamaica, uh, six thirty Central in Austin. Uh, we'll be following them there next week, actually, when we go play Austin, same stadium. And tenth uh, of October as well, seven forty-five PM Central Time. So you can watch, you can watch us against Colorado, have dinner, and then watch uh, the US Men's National Team against Panama. Yeah, hopefully it's two Ws, right? That would be nice. Who are we playing actually? Who are England playing over <laughs> this uh, this break? That's a very good question. We are playing Andorra and Hungary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not bothered. We beat <laughs> both teams 4-0 last time we played them. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think uh, I think we may have already qualified for the World Cup. Um, yeah, we're on 16 points. Albania is on 12. So we still need a couple of wins. I think, uh, yeah, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, a lot of, lot of soccer to watch. Yep. wonder if Australia is doing World Cup qualifiers. Oh, we are. We're against... Uh, Australia is against Oman. Huh? What's Oman? Is this like the... Oh, is this like the... like? A, is it like an island? Or is... Also, no, Australia is not in the... I think we talked about this already. Like, they changed groups. They're like in Asia now. Yeah, yeah so we're in basically like the Asia... Like, uh, the group is Australia, Saudi Arabia, Oman, Japan, Vietnam, and China. So it's a real, hmm. like we joined like Asia Pacific, basically. Uh, so Australia is playing Oman and then uh, Japan. So. Right on. Well, 
James, it's always like I love these just the Jays episodes. They're usually a little bit faster because three of us can the three of us can definitely chat. Uh, and and we don't get any random anecdotes. We don't we, we don't get the Sam dad jokes. Which oh my gosh, uh, I I re listened. I don't know how many episodes that ago that was, but I re listened to his 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 uh, his rant about the crumb, and I was crying, James. Oh my god, the crumb. <laughs> Jeez. Well, yeah, yeah. So we look forward to, to having Sam back. Uh, he'll be back from vacation, probably the next time we pod. Uh, who knows when that'll be? Uh, but hopefully, it's to talk about some some victories, whether it's the Minnesota United or U.S. Men's National Team. Hopefully, both. Yeah, because they awesome. they also well, they also need to stack up some wins. Oh yeah. Otherwise, it's. Uh, it's going bad. All right. Any, anything bad. else, James? Are we good? You think? I don't think so. Grant Grant is also hopping on the uh, Hanu to start and get a goal against Colorado train. Nice. So at least we're doing that one, Grant. But apart from that, I think uh, pot on you loons. Yeah, pot on you loons. Hopefully we can. Peace. Hopefully we have good a good podcast next time. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, please, yes. <laughs> All right. I'll be I'll be thirty by that point. <laughs> All right, peace out, awesome mate. Peace out, peace.